I want to make B2B marketing as simple as possible. And to help uh, doing that in the next couple of podcasts, I'm going to look at specific situations in the life of a business and how at that point I would apply marketing to grow the business, basically. So whether it's a product, a company, a service company, or anything in between, all within B2B, of course. So this week, I'm going to start off with the following situation. We have a service business, a small service business that is doing 2 million in yearly revenue and has 20 FTE. Could be uh, an accountant, could be a cybersecurity advisory company, could be an online marketing agency, uh, could be a lawyer, and so on and so forth. A service business that does 2 million revenue and which has uh, 20 FTE. The business has grown organically through referral and through the own network of the founder, but has never actually set up a marketing machine that got the business in uh, inbound leads, right? So the business has grown slowly over the years to the network of the founder and referral, but never had a marketing machine. So imagine you are the founder of the business or the marketer working at this business, and you are responsible for the marketing machine, setting up the marketing marketing machine for the first time for a company that never has done marketing. Um, you have a media budget of 4K, and that's it. This is what I would do. So the first thing that I would do in this situation is very simple. I would start posting on LinkedIn for three times a week. It's important that not a junior or an intern writes the posts and posts the posts. It's very important that the founder writes and posts the posts or some executive or some expert in the organization that really understands the pain points of the prospect and can talk about your product or, or service with the most passion, right? So post three times a week. This is the easiest way to get exposure. The first benefit that you will get from posting on LinkedIn is that your own network is reminded of your existence. Business is created by reminding people that you exist. If you don't remind people that you exist and that you provide a certain service, they will not think of you. People have a thousand things to think of on a daily basis, are distracted constantly online and offline. Why on earth would they think of your business? If you remind people of your existence on LinkedIn, which is the easiest way of doing that, people will come to you, first of all, in your own network or people in your own network will refer you to other people. I oftentimes, I mean, I'm an agency owner. I'm oftentimes in meetings where my clients ask me, hey, do you know a good web developer or a good web development agency? And even though I know 20 or 30 of them, at that moment, there's not a single web developer or web development agency on top of mind often. And when there is one on top of mind, it's probably the last one that I've seen on LinkedIn. So that's the first benefit. What I would do is start posting three times a week for a period of three months. And in that period of three months, try to test certain types of messaging, try to test certain type of content formats, try to understand what resonates with your audience, right? So take three months for it, post three times a week on LinkedIn. That's step one. Then step two is to start running thought leadership ads on the posts that performed uh, best, right? So you've posted three times a week 
and you have a look at the posts that perform best and then you run ads on them. So what exactly are thought leader ads? Thought leader ads are ads that you can run on posts that you've posted yourself. So this is not a company post. This is a post of, for instance, the founder of this service business that did pretty well. And what you do with advertising, with a thought leader ad, is make sure that that ad appears on the timelines of your ideal customers. All right, so it's guaranteed distribution. And that is what I would do. When you look at the target audience, make sure that you're very particular in setting up this target audience. You want to make sure that when you're going to pay for distribution, that you're showing that post to exactly the people that you want. So you have to have a very clear idea of your ICP, which types of companies, which types of uh, verticals, who within the companies do you need to see your post? If you can answer that question, set up the targeting and run the ads. To decide which posts you're going to boost, you shouldn't only look at likes. Because if you have a selfie with you and your office dog, I'm certain that that's going to get a shit ton of likes, but that isn't going to contribute to demand. That isn't going to contribute to how serious your ICP is going to take you, how, how much expertise they think you have. So take the posts where you clearly show your expertise in your field and that has uh, had a distribution to the right people. So what you can do is you can look at the post insights and see where the algorithm brought the post, so on which timeline the post already appeared organically through the algorithm. If that shows that the right people have seen the post, then it must have resonated with them. Another thing to look at for the best performing posts is to look at posts that triggered some type of engagement and, and, and commenting and discussion in the comment section. All right, so take a look at these things, identify the best performing posts, and then boost these posts. So uh, these posts appear on the timelines of your ideal customers, right? You want all your ideal customers to see what you have to say and to uh, see you often enough uh, for them to realize that you are the one with the right expertise so that when they need your expertise, again, whether you're an online marketing agency or cybersecurity consultant, when they see your, uh, when they need your service, they think of you and nobody else. So you do need a budget for this, where posting on LinkedIn is completely free. Running thought leadership ads does cost money. What does it cost? It depends. But if you have a 4,000 uh, euro budget, I would take uh, a little less than half uh, or maybe half of the budget to run these ads. So I would say 1,500 to uh, 2,000 euros to run these ads. Okay, that was step two. Then step three is a free one, which is setting up Google My Business and optimize for one keyword plus location. So let's say you're an online marketing agency in the picturesque city of Leerdam here in the Netherlands. Um, you want to optimize for online marketing agency Leerdam or digital marketing agency Leerdam, whichever one isn't taken yet by another agency, right? So you have to see what is available. What happens is if you do this, if you optimize for that keyword and if you optimize for that location, what happens is when somebody searches for online marketing agency, Leerdum, you pop up and not just as the first result, but as a beautiful first result on the upper right corner of Google, where you have both pictures, your phone number, um, uh, your references, you have a lot of information and a lot of digital real estate, so to speak. That you're, uh, that you're having there. So if you want to see what this looks like, then Google for growth hacking agency or growth agency 
Rotterdam and you will see Dapper on the upper right corner with pictures, a phone number, references, and so on and so forth. It really uh, works well. And the great thing here is that it doesn't take ages, which normal search engine optimization does. Okay, so that's step three. Then step four is running search engine advertising on high intent local keywords. So what you want to do here is take a look at your service and understand how people look for you, for you specifically, for your category. Uh, so for instance, if you're a cybersecurity consultancy company, you want to optimize, you want to advertise for cybersecurity consultancy, cybersecurity help, cybersecurity service, plus location. So that you know when people search for your service, plus the location, people surely, when they end up on your website, uh, are there where they should be, right? So the important thing here to take into account is that you don't want to optimize for top of the funnel or middle of the funnel uh, keywords. You only want to optimize for bottom of the funnel keywords. If you have a, a if you have a small budget, you don't want to optimize for, for instance, cybersecurity or only online marketing. You always want to do it in combination with agency or service or help to make sure that people are actually looking for help and are willing to to uh, to to pay for it eventually. If people are searching for a definition, that doesn't mean they're searching for you, right? For uh, somebody that provides a service. So that is one thing to take into consideration. And then another one is before you start doing this, before you start spending money on Google Ads, make sure that your website can compete. Because if I'm going to do research to different service providers, if I'm gonna start, if I'm starting to Google, and if I'm gonna click on different ads, I'm gonna compare the websites. So you want to make sure that your website can compete with the other websites out there. So before you start advertising, Google the keyword that you want to be found for and check out the websites and make sure that your website can compete with the other websites. And if not, then you can create custom landing pages and tools like Webflow or Unbounce just to make sure that simply you can catch the people um, and you can compete with the other websites out there. If you don't have a good website, if you don't have a website that can compete with the others, if you don't have landing pages that fit the keywords well, then don't run these ads as well because you're just going to lose money. So what would I reserve here in terms of budget? I would probably reserve a little less than half of your budget here. So probably around 1,500 uh, euros. Okay, that's step four. Step five is running retargeting on all the prospects that have visited your website. So you're going to get a lot of traffic on your website through all the activities that you're doing, right? You're posting on LinkedIn, uh, you have uh, your Google My Business, uh, you have uh, your your search engine advertising. All these channels are going to lead traffic to your website, either directly or indirectly. What you want to do is whenever a prospect is in the orientation phase and compares service business A, B, C, E, and D, you want that whenever they visited your website, they won't forget you anymore. So whenever they visit your website, you want them to see you when they open their YouTube, when they open their LinkedIn, when they open their Facebook, when they open their Instagram. You want them to see you with high-value content. What type of content am I talking about here? Generally, video content works very well. So video content in which you show your expertise, in which you give free value, video content that they are inclined to watch. You want to make high value video content 
and retarget the prospects that have visited your website with that video content on different channels so that whenever they start considering you and other parties, they will see you everywhere. What does this do? First of all, they see you everywhere, so they start recognizing you. Recognition creates trust, and trust creates preference. So if the content is good and if you, they see you everywhere in this orientation phase, they will develop a preference for you over the other companies that they were also considering. So that is retargeting. What you have to take into consideration is that you do need an audience that is big enough to retarget. But I'm sure that if you do all the above mentioned activities, marketing activities, that you will have an audience that is big enough to retarget. Okay, so these are the five things that I would do if I was a service business with 2 million in revenue, 20 FTE, any type of service business, and I never had any marketing set up. First of all, I would start posting on LinkedIn three times a week. Second of all, I would run thought leader ads on the posts that performed the best to have guaranteed distribution amongst my ICP. Thirdly, I would set up Google My Business. Fourthly, I would run search engine advertising on high intent keywords plus location. And lastly, I would run retargeting campaigns on all the prospects that have visited my website. These five things I would do. So if you are a service business around this size and if you haven't, uh, if you're not doing anything in marketing yet, I guarantee you if you follow these steps in about half a year to nine months, you will have a marketing machine that gets you in inbound leads and will lead to pipeline and eventually revenue. So guys, if you like this podcast, then please subscribe to the podcast. Next to the podcast, I also have a weekly email called B2B Made Stupid Simple. This is a weekly email that is meant to make B2B marketing stupid simple. I put the link in the description of this podcast. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover in this podcast, then please send me a message on LinkedIn. I'll also put a link to my LinkedIn in the description of the podcast. B2B in 15. See you next week.